This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your freak flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the show on, I was going to say Twitter, but I'm going to say now I need subscribers on YouTube. I have my show on YouTube for a couple of months and I'm looking to get a lot of subscribers there. That's probably where when I do post up, uh, videos of me, that's where I would probably put them. So if you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, it's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. That's the same. Uh, that's what it's called on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed to me wherever you listen to the podcast um, as well, subscribe there. If you can write a review, write a review. That would be really great. Um, if you want to be on the show, this is a call-in show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. Most of the time people call in to talk about their naughty secret lives for the first time, like I said, while remaining totally anonymous. And sometimes people call in because they want my advice. I give unprofessional advice, but I think it's good advice. Um, so if you call, fall into any of those categories, you want to be on the show, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. I also have people that want to call in and they want to talk to me. Uh, for whatever reason, right? Um, but they don't want me to air it because they're too afraid maybe somebody will recognize them or they just don't want to put themselves out there that much, but they do want to talk to me. I do offer that as a for a consulting fee. Um, I charge 200 for a call. Calls last anywhere between an hour to an hour and a half. So if you want to do that as well, send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Today I have a guy named John Smith. I taped John Smith a while ago. I'm still... Uh, this intro, I'm taping it during quarantine, COVID. My PSA is still stay the fuck home so we could all get the fuck out. <laughs> but um, I taped his episode a long time ago. Right now, I'm finding it hard to find time to tape a lot of people. Thank God I have a lot of um, episodes taped already. This guy called me a while ago. He was really interested. He's got a big pantyhose fetish, but he didn't really want to talk specifically about his fetish. He wanted to talk more in general about the pantyhose fetish and explain to me and people out there, you know, why it, like how he experiences it. And he, in, in a much broader sense, like I said, it's not really, he, he's talking more for 
all guys that are into pantyhose, right? And all guys that have this fetish and how they experience it and what it feels like and what they're into. Um, typically I like for my episodes to be much more personal and intimate and just about one person, but I allowed him to go with it and talk about this fetish in a broader sense, because I've had so many pantyhose guys on already. It is a very hot topic. And I thought, why not let him sort of do his thing and see, you know, how that would go, right? I don't have a pantyhose fetish, so I don't know if he, he, him speaking for everybody is correct. What he's saying, does everyone agree with it? I don't know. Write, write me an email and let me know what you think. Um, but I found it interesting. He, he does get into, though, as well, stuff about him. Like, besides being really into pantyhose, I personally think he's into guys a little bit. He, ta- <laughs> he talks about his experience with men and pantyhose, how he likes to wear them. A little bit of cross-dressing is in there. And like I said, we talk, you know, about some uh, experiences he had, but mostly we talk in general just about the fetish. And uh, he gets really specific about how people with this fetish experience it. And like I said, it's his take on things. But I think he seemed really smart and he seemed to really know a lot. So I'm assuming that a lot of people will relate to him, but maybe not. I don't know. Send me an email at strictlydomestpodcast at gmail.com if you want to give me your two cents. But anyway, I'm going to be right back on with John Smith. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous. Oh, hey, John Smith. How are you doing today? Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. I like your name, John Smith. Is that like the name for the dead people, John Smith, or is that a different name? (laughs) Is that like a cadaver name? That's (laughs) That's just a very popular anonymous name. It's just a very popular anonymous name. And this is the name you've been using, right? You were just telling me this is the name that you've been using because you do live a double life, right? I do. I, I do have a double life, and I've been using this name for 20, 30 years. Okay, so how old are you now? And when, when old were my, you when you started this double life of yours? Well, I'm I'm in my mid fifties. Mm-hmm. Um, I started this double life when I, you know, when I after after I got married, I had a side of me that um, you know that I didn't feel comfortable letting everything out. So I decided if I you know go on the internet and create a a um, an account and go to websites and you have to create a username and account and so I always create a screen name and then I always ask for like your real name so I just created John Smith right and so now yeah. explain to everybody what your secret life is all about oh I just <laughs> it's obviously a huge I have a huge pantyhose fetish mm-hmm. um and, you know I've you know you always ask people I've on your podcast. I've watched, listened to probably seven or eight of them uh-huh. when I ran across. And so I listened to them all. And um, one thing always comes up, and I always think, oh, gosh, if I ever talk to her, I'm going to tell her this. Um, I think it was probably Alex. One of these guys said, oh, my wife, she said, oh, you care about these pantyhose. You probably don't love me. And 
it's very important because I'm so excited to do this show, but it's very important for people listening to understand that I, when I say I, I mean me and we, the right. guys who have this pantyhose fetish. Uh-huh. So we, I love everything there is about a woman. I, I, I don't want them to think it's just pantyhose or actually their legs. So, I mean, I love their hair, their eyes. I, I am so attracted to just beautiful women. But in a sexual sense, when we say legs or pantyhose, we're really talking about you know, when we're getting down, when we're like, what turns us on is this. So we love the whole aspect of a woman's head. I hope they don't get nervous thinking, oh, these guys who have a pantyhose fetish, all they care about is pantyhose. No, we care about the whole package. It's just when we zoom in sexually, that's what gets us, that's what gets us going. So it's the whole package. And I, I, I've heard you make a few comments. I'm wondering if you know this too. Guys are body part guys. Right. Mm-hmm. We all have our own favorite parts. For Women sure. Are, are different. Like, I'll hear my wife, I'll say, well, what do you think about that guy? Oh, I love his butt. And then the next guy, go, oh, he's got a nice chest. Uh, and whatever it be. So she'll see a guy and she'll say, what about that guy she likes? And that's fine. Well, a guy, we look at women we have a body part that's our favorite. That's our sex zone. Oh, and you're we saying that women, that we, right? No, but you're saying that women have a bo- could have a different po- body part on each guy. Is that what you're saying? But men yes, have like the if they're I a tit guy, they're a tit guy with every woman, right? Right. So, so here's the deal. I'm a leg man. Yeah. I find legs the most erotic, most beautiful, sensual part of a woman's body. So when I look at women. I'm obviously looking at the whole package, like I said. So going forward, I would say I'm going to find the the legs that I like. So I'm not going to go, oh, she's got good boobs. I like that. No, I'm like, no, she's got good boobs. Well, how about her legs? Men are body parts. So if you're a leg guy, that's your turn on. If you're a boob guy, that's your turn on. You'll, you'll see other parts of a woman's body, but that part is what drives you crazy. Because I remember you saying to one guy, you said, oh, your point is easy for you because you see pantyhose everywhere. It's easy for you. You can get turned on at any time. Uh, obviously, you get turned on by boobs and all that. No, that's not true. If you're, whatever your body part is, that's what turns you yeah, on. Yeah, but don't like, you I think, but let me ask you this. Don't you think that if we did a survey with all the pantyhose guys, guys that are into pantyhose that have a pantyhose fetish. Um, the majority of them would say that they're like foot leg guys. Yes. Yes. That's my point. Legs and feet are what kind of cousins. I always said what kind of cousins are really waist down guys. But my point is if you have a leg or a foot fetish with the pantyhose, you see a girl with a good rack, you're going to go, oh, that looks nice, but it's not going to sexually turn you on. Your body part is what turns you on, and that and that alone. All right, but let me ask you, you this. So if you see other. legs, let me ask you this, because you're a leg guy, right? You're also a pantyhose yeah. guy. When you go to the beach, right, and you see all the girls running around in their bikinis, is it the legs that you're looking at? Does the legs without pantyhose turn you on, or is it legs in pantyhose? Okay, well, I think this, I think this will answer it. I'll, I'll kind of go back to the beginning because it, it's really the legs and pantyhose. And here's, here's where it started. Um, I remember that when I went in, the, it was a third grade, 
Because I love to answer this question about fetish to you. In the third grade, I'd never forget my teacher. Her name was Miss Taylor. Oh my God, so he's a teacher. So I'm funny. telling you. I know. I, I'm in my mid 50s and I remember her. I remember her. She got a stool. She sat in the front of the class. Mm-hmm. She sat down, and, and I am so mesmerized by the way women cross their legs, even in pants. It's just so amazing the way you guys do that. It's just mind-boggling. That's hilarious. So That's she interesting. A brown, she had kind of a tannish colored skirt, a white blouse. I can still see it. She crosses her legs, and I remember sitting about three rows back, and I remember thinking, gosh, her legs just look so smooth and so soft. They just... My mind, I just couldn't get over the fact the shape and how beautifully, how smooth and silky they look. At this age, there's no sexual nothing. I'm just thinking, wow, that is absolutely gorgeous. So a couple weeks go by, and I notice I'm walking by my sister's bedroom. There's a crack in the door. I look in. I see her on the side of the bed. I'm just kind of peeking in. And I saw her have something in her hand. I thought it was a sock. She starts to put her foot through it, and I realized it's not a sock. I realized, oh, she's putting something on. These are pantyhose. And I saw that look. As she slid it up her leg, I saw that look change. And I said, oh, my gosh, I love it. So here's when you ask me about legs and pantyhose. Fetish, okay, I get wild up here, so hopefully not too much. But you always ask them, where did you think you got it? Were you born yeah, yeah, with yeah. it? Uh-huh. I totally believe you're born with it. 100%. Mm-hmm. And here's here's an example I will use. If I take a bucket of water and go out to a dirt hill and just pour it on there, the only thing I've made is mud. But if I take that same bucket of water and I put a seed of a rose bush in there and I pour it, it's going to turn into a rose bush. But something has to be there first. Right. And so I think... I think we're born with that. I always thought you're born with 80 to 85% of your personality, and then you mold it after that. Mm-hmm. And so I think Miss Taylor's leg was my water. I had a seed in me that I liked a certain look. Right. I'm a leg guy. And so when I saw that, that look on her legs, and then a couple weeks later saw my sister putting something on, I said, oh, there's something creating that look. And that created a fetish because... Women don't understand this. Men are fascinated by what women wear on their bodies. <laughs> are fascinated. they? And I don't think women understand it. Here's the proof. How many times over all these years have you got an instant message pop up on a radio show, show you heard from somebody say, hey, what are you wearing? What are mm-hmm. you wearing? Right. That's always the question. And, and women don't get that. We're asking because we're fascinated. Because we see you guys as having the most beautiful, soft skin. And the idea that you're wearing something so soft, whether it's silk or whatever, or it's satin, and for me it's the nylon pantyhose, something that's touching your beautiful, soft skin drives us crazy. So when I'm looking at my teacher, Miss Taylor, and then I realize there's this, this material that she's got covering the most beautiful part of the body that I love, I think the fetish then seeped in, so it is the pain. So go back to the beach. I'll see a girl with nice legs. I like legs. So I'm like, oh, that looks great. But the sexual drive and turn on is when you add pantyhose to it because of the look and the idea that you're wearing something on a part of the body that I find so soft. Right. And that's it because that's it. Because you got to understand but I have to tell you, when guys used to ask me, or like when if a guy would ask me, like, "Hey, baby, what are you wearing?" 
I always think, right, that he wants me to be like, oh, a sexy lingerie or like uh, this bra or here's a picture of my pussy. Like, you know what I mean? I'm never thinking he wants me to be like, oh, a silk, you know, silk stockings or like. Well, he's waiting to hear what you say. Whatever it is he likes. But what should the girl say back to turn on the guy? What does what does the guy want to hear? Because half the time we're at the gym and we're just going to send back a text to turn on. It depends on what you like. What are we going to say? It depends on what you like. It depends on what you like. Let's say uh, I'm a guy who likes boobs and bras. Yeah. So if I ask you that, I'm hoping you come back and say, oh, I've got this beautiful satin bra or this beautiful uh, okay. lacy bra. Right. That's what, for a guy like me, I'm picturing your body. And if you come back and you say, oh, I've got these silk stockings or these pantyhose on, I'm going, oh, my gosh. So we're hoping we get back what we want to hear. The worst the most boring because I talk to guys I yes. like to play around yeah. is where a woman says I'm naked <laughs> I don't think no but you know? I don't think you're right I think that there are naked guys I've dated them they're like they don't care what hot outfit you put on they just want to take it off they're like naked guys yes they just want to okay, see there's, there's there are no those doubt. guys there, there's no doubt but for a guy for most guys they guess what they always asking for a guy with a fetish that is going to be totally a different answer. So I, I wanted to tell you this. I, I, I've been thinking about this conversation, and um, it kind of goes back to your question about nude pantyhose. And I want to tell you why I, why pantyhose are so incredible. Because it, cause guys keep saying, oh, it looked great, and it felt great. And you always keep moving on to the feel, to the, the feel. And that's mm-hmm. fine. But you got to understand something. And I, like I say, I'm older. I've, I've been on the internet for a long time. Right. I love questioning people and asking. You got to understand that the A number one turn on with the legs and panties is the look mm-hmm. first. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Look. Right. That it makes I'm, the I'm, leg I'm look smooth. It makes out. the leg look smooth, right? Is that what it is? It's like changing yes. the appearance to make it, it look, look perfect. Smooth. Absolutely. Here's what happens. Because of the look, there's pantyhose do three things that nothing else can do. When you put them on, there's going to be a beautiful line of light, this very smooth, shiny line of light that's going to run from underneath here, wherever your hemline finishes. Let's say a woman sits down across her leg and you look at her. Those pantyhose are going to grab every bit of light. It's going to create this beautiful line, this shine line from up the thigh, over the knee, around the calves to the foot. I nickname that the sweet zone. And that is what every single solitary pantyhose lover dies for. Okay. You'll hear in comments, oh, look at the shine on that pantyhose. Oh, my God, look at that beautiful shine. Whether it's a soft sheen or it's a bright, sharp shine, that is A number one. That is going to grab you like nobody's business. Number two. From the sweet spot, the shine, out to the edge of the leg, pantyhose make the legs look absolutely perfect tone color. They make them look extremely soft and silky to the touch. There's no blemishes. Everything is perfect. So the contrast between when I look at a woman and I see her legs cross and I see this beautiful shine, this soft look outside that shine, those two combinations together, your brain's like, oh, my gosh. Then the third, pantyhose give the outside of your leg definition. It makes just the sculpture of your leg 
perfect. It, it defines the outside edge in every muscle shape, every curve, every tongue. Now comes edge. It defines the outside line, so it makes it more defined. So mm-hmm. when when I look at a girl, her legs across, I see that smooth, silky look, that shine. In my brain, this is where the feeling comes. Your brain says to yourself. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Oh my God. That is the smoothest silk. I bet that is the softest thing you're ever going to touch in your life. The, the look just says silky, smooth, soft. So you haven't felt it yet, but your eyeballs, because guys are so visual, says, wow, hold on a second. And then when you feel it, you're like, wow, that is the silkiest thing I've ever. So your eye is all about those. Why goes look at pictures, videos. When you see that leg with the shine, the smooth silk look, that is a number one because it tells our brain what we think it feels like. So the new thing is like is the best because. But I have had a lot of guy, pantyhose guys on recently who are like like the black stockings. But the nude then would it it mimics the regular leg the best, right? Yes, here, here's, yes, here's, a, I'm telling you, after all my years of talking, and you can tell, like, I guess I like to talk. I love what people think. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too, and I like, and I have to say, uh, normally, I really like to delve into, like, a, a, a more personal, um, you know, more personal issues, but because I've had so many podcast uh, podcasts with pantyhose guys on, and you've listened to them, to have a guy like you come on and talk about it from this standpoint is something I normally wouldn't allow for other things, but I think it's actually really interesting because... Yeah, You've done a lot of the research and, 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 and I've had so many people on and talked about their history and now you're going to come on and really explain those. So go for it. I, I'm just going to sit back and listen. Yeah, because I've, I've, heard, yeah, <laughs> I've heard some of your podcasts and I love them. And I kept thinking, I love to deep down tell her why. Why? So here's yeah, go for the it. new panties. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of black. There's a lot of black. Yeah. But nude. And it, here's the reason why. It's, it, I'm going to give you an analogy and I think you'll understand it. Um, why nude? Let's say you have a girlfriend, her name's Jenny, and you're like, Jenny, she's, she's really pretty. You see her in the daytime, she's got this beautiful face, and you like her hair and all that, and she's absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say you tell Jenny, we're going to go out tonight, let's get stressed up. Jenny comes down the stairs, and you get that, oh my, she got a beautiful makeup on her hair. You see these movies a million times. The guy likes the girl, he goes to pick her up, like, what is the first look on his face when she comes down all dressed up? Wow. So you look at Jenny's face. Uh-huh. Uh, everything is perfect. Now, you wouldn't go up to, you would say, Jenny, you know, why do you have that color on your face? Why didn't you put black on your face or purple or pink? She'd say, what the hell are you talking about? You'd say, well, your skin's already pink. Why don't you make it another color? She's going to say, dumbass, makeup, I put the stuff on my face to smooth out my skin. I'm putting it on my eyes to make my eyes pop. You know, makeup helps define my cheekbones, and it takes what I already have, which mm-hmm. you said in the daytime was beautiful, and it just enhances it. I don't want to change anything. I want to make my skin 
tan skin look perfectly tan. I want to look flawless. I want to make my eyes pop out. So I'm not trying to change anything. I'm just trying to make it look perfect. Well, that's what painting is. Why tan? Because we, I, love the natural beauty. So if I see a girl on the beach, she's got nice tan legs. It's beautiful. Right. Because I love that natural look. Mm-hmm. And that's all this pantyhose guys on. So when you add nude or suntan or whatever your skin tone is, I'm not trying to change the look. Like, I'm not trying to change the look of your face. I'm trying to make it look perfect. So it takes that beautiful look that we love, the natural, beautiful tan look or whatever your skin color is. And when you add that nude pantyhose, now it does those three things I talked about. Mm-hmm. Just like makeup to your face. It enhances, it makes your, your calf muscles more defined. It makes your thigh muscles smooth and silky. But I'm not changing the color because I love the natural color you have. I just enhance it. So we love nude because it takes the beautiful color that you have and it acts like makeup. It just makes it perfect right. and flawless. And, and that's why we love nude because I almost drove off the road the other day listening. I think it was. Peter or Alex wanted to. Uh-huh, said, yeah. Oh, do you like that ugly nude color? It's the worst <laughs> one. I'm like, I'm about to drive on the road. God, you've got to be kidding me. That's the best because I want to keep your natural beauty. It's like, like I say with the makeup to the face. I don't want you putting black and purple and green. You want to put foundation that is the same color you have. You're trying to smooth and beauty it out. That's right. what you're trying to do. Right. The nude does that. We die. We absolutely die for that. So, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's but funny I'd love because to tell you, folks. Yeah, go on. No, I was, was going to say, and I'm sorry if I keep jumping. I'm, no, no, I'm no. Like I said, that. I'm going to sit back and let you just. Call. No, no. Listen, I'm just going to sit back and let you do your thing and to, to talk okay. on all the points you want to. Like I said, I've had so many pantyhose guys on, and we go back to their history, and I do all that, and I love doing that. Right? Typically, I wouldn't yeah. allow yeah. for just like a, a a big more general sort of show on things, but in. Yeah. But for pantyhose, I welcome it, and it's actually interesting, and I think that my listeners will really like it. So keep going. Okay. When you say, you know, you guys, this is the easiest. What are you embarrassed about? I, I'm, 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 I'm shy, but I'm kind of quiet until I get to know you. So you got to understand, I, I was very nervous about it, embarrassed about it. I am still today. I wouldn't tell a lot of people. And yeah. I, I laugh when you go, oh, that's so nothing. That, I mean, come yeah. on, guys. you got to understand that the baggage you carry, everybody when you grow up has um, hangups. And that hang-up is put on you at a young age, and that's a baggage you're going to carry. I mean, almost like you get ready to leave, you pick your baggage up, and you take it with you in the airport. Well, that's your emotional baggage. So when I grew up in the mid-'70s, and I noticed Miss Taylor, okay? So I'm thinking, well, here, let me tell you this. When when I saw Miss Taylor, what I dreamed about was just going up and hugging it, kissing it, feel. I just wanted to feel that soft, smooth, I, want, I used to dream of her sitting in the bed, and I would just, she'd have her legs out in front, same skirt, dress, little heels, and I would just put my face on her thighs, put my arms around her calf, and just, just hug it and fall asleep like a soft blanket. Mm-hmm. That's what I dreamed about. And now then when about 12 came, and my dick woke up, that's what I call it when you hit puberty, yeah. dick woke up. One day I look at a, a picture, or maybe I saw somebody, I can't remember which one it was, but it just like like somebody threw cold water in my face. I thought, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to hug and kiss and touch them. What if I, because my dick just woke up, and I said, what if my dick touched something so soft 
And so it's really so when I saw her, these legs, when I hit puberty, my dream and my fantasy was, oh my gosh, I want a woman to sit like Miss Taylor, her legs beautifully crossed. I want to slide my cock up and down those legs. I want to feel that soft, smooth, silky feel on my cock. So, so put that in mind. I'm 12, 13, 14 years old. I now I'm hanging around all my friends after baseball practice, whatever you do as kids. I never heard Jimmy or Fred or anybody go, oh, did you see the legs on Tammy? Oh, great God, did you see the pantyhose? So the reinforcement was, no, it's TNA. And the 70s like, tits and pussy, tits and pussy, that's it. If you like something else, you're freaking weird, man, because it's, it's pounded in you. I mean, I never heard a friend of mine ever mention it. I Nobody. I thought, my God, I mean, no, I don't want to see Jenny's pussy. I want to see her legs. I know, but I you have to, to understand a part of, I know, but you, you have to understand that a part of the reason that I, why I do my show is for specifically people like you and people in our generation who have all this quote unquote baggage that to, to maybe open it up and be done with it. Like it, that, that's why I no, say I, that it, I know it's not easy. Okay. But it, it's, it will change your life to open it up. And I think the, and people have, I've had people on that have come to terms with their fetish much later in life. And it is, it does change your life and it is a positive experience. So that's why I, I say it. I know that it, it's difficult and I know that people and I know why people are carrying it. I'm a part of your generation. I know how you grew up and how taboo it was and right. how we can't, you know, but I hope that by people listening to maybe the younger people who are open about it or the people that have been able to be open about it, even though it's something that has, you know, been a no, no since day one, you know, I think that that's helpful because I think as long as you're alive, oh, you could change. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I totally agree with you. I just wanted you to understand that that us, I'm so much more comfortable with it. But what men, what you know, whatever emotional baggage you create, it's always what you got to do is be able to live with it because you're never going to dump the baggage. Always, so I love it when I hear you say it's no big deal. But in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I know, and I can I can live better with my baggage. It's never going to go away. I'm always going to feel a little funny about it, but I'm so much more comfortable about it. So, Does your wife so, know about it? She knows about my pantyhose fetish, but she totally doesn't understand it, totally doesn't get it, uh, doesn't play into it. So, yeah. So, you know, I would love to – remember I mentioned that about a spoke and a wheel? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you always talk about gateway, and I'd love to tell you how I think about it. And that will bring up all these stories. I look at pantyhose – if you look at about a, a wheel – like a bicycle wheel. You have a, an axle and you have spokes. To me, pantyhose for me are my axle. That is the center point of everything. Pantyhose is my sexual center. And then the spokes are the things that I learned as I grew that I like. And if you want, I could kind of walk through some of these and they kind of help tell the story sure. and explain. Sure. So, oh, one thing about a fetish, when you have it, I gotta say it's more than a like, because you always ask somebody, you know, what does it do? I want people to understand when you have a fetish like I do for me, when I see a pair of legs, she's sitting, her legs are beautifully crossed. Man, my heart drops. I'm telling you, there is a chemical that squirted into your body. It is like you're on a drug. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you are flow. That's why I'll be 90 and I can see a woman in pantyhose and I can see the same picture a bazillion times. I'm going to get completely hard and turned on because it never gets old because it's more than just the like. I almost feel it's almost like an out-of-body experience. I swear. It's almost like these drugs. I hear people say, oh, I took this drug and it makes you flood your brain. You're so in this uh, euphoric state. A fetish will put you in a normal just drugs that you are so sexually aroused, you are so sexually turned on just by the thought, the sight of your fetish. So it's so much more than anybody with a fetish hears me say that. They're like, yeah, it is. It's hard to explain what it does to you. It, it is a physical and a chemical. I swear I can feel it squirt in my veins. A heart rate goes. You're, you just can't stop thinking, but you are so erotically in this zone. So right. just wanted to let you know that about, about it. So, but like I say, when I, when I turned into puberty, my dick turned on just to hear a girl say the word pantyhose, just to hear her say it, I would get so aroused because I was quiet and shy. I, I didn't date a whole lot mm-hmm. and I never got to say to a girl, Oh my gosh. And I would never in those days say, Oh gosh, you're, your legs are so beautiful. It was my little secret. But they, to see him on the bus, oh, my God, this girl got on the bus one time. She, Oh, her legs were incredible. Beautiful pantyhose. And I heard her say to the other girl, oh, crap, I got to run in my pantyhose. Do you have any? And just, I was in front of them when I heard that. My heart jumped five beats. <laughs> right. I'm not kidding. And you want to know why? Because it relates back in my head. I know what you're talking about. I know where you wear them and I know what they look like. So that picture jumped. Mm-hmm. And, um, I also like you're some of the other guys said when I used to go over to a friend's house, I guess I was 14, 15. Oh my God. It's like a kid in a candy store. Somebody go, Hey, man, I'm, I'm going to go and see if I can get some old guy to buy us beer. And I'd be like, Hey, you know, I'll just hang here. If you guys want to go try and get some man, when they left the house, <laughs> it was like, uh, you remember the Willy Wonka chocolate factory, the one in the seventies when they first walked into the big scene yeah. with all the chocolate uh-huh. and, the, and the, the, uh, that's me. I was like, Oh my God, my, my heart started racing. My thoughts go a thousand miles an hour. Like I got to go lend to the sister for him. And I remember opening the drawer oh my and, gosh. I, and I'd see the pantyhose sitting just, you got to understand because it's all new to you. You're young. Just to see those pantyhose. Mm-hmm. I remember picking them up. Now, I wasn't like everybody. I didn't jack off in them. Just to touch them. Just to look at them. See, somebody asked, if you just saw, I think one of your guys, Alex or Hank, I'm not sure, said, if you just see pantyhose, does it turn you on? He's like, no, no, no. For me, yes. And a lot of us, yes, because in my brain, I know where you wear them. I know where they've been. I know what they look like when you put them on. And that's my fetish. So to hold this thing in my skin that you put up against those beautiful legs of yours, this material that I find so erotic, I would just, and then I'd go into the mother's room. Your hands are shaking. Look, my hands would shake a thousand miles an hour that I'm going to get to see it. And to open that drawer and to see those pantyhose sitting there. And you remember, this is the 70s, so everybody wore them. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely a huge turn. I didn't jack off in them. Did you steal them? Definitely them. No, I didn't steal them because I, I was terrified that somebody would know they're missing. Mm-hmm. So, no, I definitely didn't tear them. Now, another thing I did, another, see, I call these spokes. Touching's a spoke. Going and in, in, in rubbing your dick on it, that's a spoke. 
from what I've learned in another smoke, a lot of guys mentioned this. I think I was about 13. I used to get up from school probably about 2.30. So I probably, I guess, eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade. I don't remember. But I remember seeing, getting home, I thought, I want to wear these. I want to see what it feels like. So, and I was home alone. And I would go, so I go into my mom's room. I, I can still see it down. I'd open that drawer. I'd see those pantyhose. I would put them on and I would see that look. I'd see that shine on myself. I'd feel it. And you ask somebody, so when did you start jacking off? Well, I jacked off in early days, but I did it different. I used to lay on my back. I would think about a woman in pantyhose or I'd be looking at a magazine, like a Sears catalog, whatever it might be, or if I'm wearing them. And then I'd roll over on my stomach and I'd just start rubbing my dick into the bed, mm-hmm. into the sheets. That's how I jacked off. For the longest time, probably, actually, I was 18 or 19. I never grabbed my hand around my cock and jacked it. I would sit in my bed and fantasize about a girl sitting crossing her legs or, or um, this is fun. You remember the old hee-haw? That old yeah. Show? Uh-huh. And they, they had the girls who would be in pain. You could see them, the little shorts. And they had one scene, these guys would be laying out in front of the old shack telling some stupid story. But in the back, there'd be a girl sitting in a chair with a one leg straight out and the other foot sliding up and down the other or laying on their side, kind of sliding one leg up and down. So I would picture that in my mind. And then when I got hard and I'm ready, I would roll over and I would think about it and just rub my dick into the bed. Mm-hmm. That's how I jacked off. So I put my mom's pantyhose on. I can still see it. I can still feel it. I'd rub myself into the bed. And if I came, I'd freak out. I'd go clean it. Or if I didn't, I'd take them off and you know, try and wipe them off, make right. sure there's nothing in there. But yes, I would say most panty, all panty, not all, but I think it always at some point reverts to putting them on yourself. I've heard a lot of guys say no. Yeah. Because look, like I say, it goes back. You, It starts with women in panties. That is my 1,000% true love. There's nothing better than seeing a woman like yourself in beautiful pantyhose, your dressed night. That's number one. But these spokes, you see, I have lots of spokes. And that's a spoke was putting it on. I love the feel and I love the look. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's a Now, spoke. does your wife know um, about that part of your fetish or just that you want her to wear them? She knows that I, I love to wear them. She knows that. She knows that I'm completely turned on. She just doesn't get it. And what bothers me, I'm going to be 100% honest in this call. I love her to death. I've been married over 30 years. But the one aspect that really kind of makes me mad in some sense, I'm, because she knows I love them so much and she sees how they affect me. And she knows I like to wear them. But she never just puts them on. Or like, I'll go on the internet and I'll see these guys with their girlfriends and they're both wearing them. And I know she's probably not into it as much, but she's playing into it. It's like, hey, he likes this. This is fun. I'm going to do it. She's, she's not like that. If I say, hey, would you wear these? She'd be like, okay. But it's like, She'll sit in the chair across her legs, and I'll look, and I'll jack off, and I'll touch him. But it's, I'm very erotic. I, the brain, you've got to induce my brain, man. you got to make me think of what might happen. And I see these videos where the girl, the guy comes out of the shower, and she's laying on the bed so sexy. Or and she doesn't. She doesn't. So it makes me mad because, in some sense, a little bit, because I'm thinking, if you know I love this, why wouldn't you play? It's like if you were a great cook, and your husband, like, wouldn't you love the cook great meals for him if he loved them you're like oh my husband loves this I'm but you uh, but, okay but to stick up for your wife right if we had like 
you know, you've been married 30 years. I bet you anything she'd be like, yeah, well, I love compliments and he never gives those to me. Like, I mean, I think that what happens when you're with the same person for a really long period of time, you lose that part of you know that part of the like the part of you where that you're just trying so hard to make them happy all the time because you have them like you know I mean I just think it happens that you might have to remind her or really express it and then maybe you'll get more of those scenarios coming up you know for a couple months after and then she'll probably go back to forgetting about it but don't you think that's it's more like that no, well, no? Not, not in my case, because no, even from the beginning, she, I've always told her, oh, I love you, so beautiful, all this, but this, she just, she's not the biggest sexual person, so she just doesn't understand it, she sees me get turned, she just doesn't understand it, so even when we were first married, she she would wear more, and she'd try and turn me on a little bit, but not like, I just want to be so erotic, I'm such an erotic person, and there's so many things we can do more than just put them on, so. And she, she doesn't want to go there. But, yeah, I'm just, if I ask her, she will. I just, I you want don't to want to ask. I want, I want, yeah, I just, I want like, hey, you know, I know you, when I see these people on the internet, and I'm like, they just do it together, they incorporate it together, they have such, such fun, so what I did was, I got a job where I traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. So this was about the time that the internet really took off. This would be the mid-90s. So what I would do, because since I started in the corporate world, I had this spoke that kind of grew. I figured out I loved that when I'd go to lunch, I'd walk you know, up and down the river walk. And if I saw a woman sitting on a bench and her legs crossed, I'd go, oh my gosh, she's wearing you. And everybody's wearing back then. I would walk by and their legs in the sun. Oh my God. God, I was dying. And I got this for a couple of years where I just, I, I had a huge turn on to say as I walked by, man, your legs look beautiful. Your legs look beautiful. And I think it's because I was so shy and I'm starting to open up. It was like these things I'd never done before. I wanted to see what a woman's reaction. I wanted to be able to say out loud to a stranger, gosh, your legs are beautiful. So I, for a couple of years, I'd, I'd eat my lunch. I'd look up and down the river. If I saw somebody, I'd walk that way. And I, as I walked by, I'd look down and my heart would be pumping. I'd say, oh, you have beautiful legs. Just, I'm curious what they'd say back. It was such a thrill. I mean, someone would say thank you. Someone would just look at you. But that's oh, something I now, learned by love. No, now anyone listening, if anyone says that to them, they're going to be like, get, fuck off. <laughs> He's just like trying yeah. to get her. Probably. You know I mean? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But, um, so I started traveling and man, it, the, the eroticism even grew because I was like, okay, so I took pantyhose in my, you know, when I go to a different town, it'd be there for a week or so, I take pantyhose. And remember, internet cameras had just started. So first when I started going out of town, I'd, I'd be up till three, four, sometimes I was up till five in the morning and I had to get up at six or seven. I'd many times, I'd take all the towns to Philadelphia, New York, Baltimore, I was traveling all over Atlanta and I remember going, oh, God, it's four in the morning I got, but I was so thrilled. So my first time I would look at pictures. It was nothing but pictures. Remember it was um, AOL. Yeah. And so you go on AOL, you try and find, so I was just, I would pull every pantyhose picture, I'd jack off to them. Um, that was first, and then uh, just to hear what people think, so then instant message came. So just to see a woman type in the word pantyhose used to make me harder than a brick. So I'd go into a chat room, and I'd go, hey, uh, how can I get them to say pantyhose? So what I'd do is I'd say, hey, uh, I instant message, hey, uh, you know the restaurant Hooters? Uh, yeah. Oh, and I know women hate pantyhose, most of them, a lot of them. So I'd say, 
Oh, what's the one thing about the uniform you hate? And just to see them tight back pantyhose would, would crush my heart but turn me on at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they I try and get into a discussion with them. Um, but then came the camera, and this is where it really took off. The webcam? The webcam. Yeah. So back then, there, were, there weren't a lot of websites, but I knew a lot of IT stuff. So I realized that Microsoft had a thing called Net Meeting, where you could turn your camera on and you could give somebody your IP address and they can come in and see you. So I remember I spent a lot of time in Philadelphia, and so I was in the hotel, and um, I had these panniers with me, and then I started wearing them more. And this is going to sound really weird, but I always thought I looked pretty good at them. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and what I found was, because I guess I like to self-diagnose, um, I started when I wear them. It's not about just wearing them. Sometimes if you would probably ask me, would you wear them on your clothes? I hear you about them getting in the wreck, so I don't do it because that would be the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get in the wreck, and oh my gosh, I'm wearing panniers. When I went out of town, I did put them on sometimes to go out to dinner, but it's not a big thrill. For me, it was bringing out my feminine side. I didn't want to just be a guy wearing pantyhose in my shorts and jeans. I want to kind of, I want to kind of play the girl role. I want to look down and kind of, you know, turn on to see you kind of look, you know, I, I think every guy has a little feminine side, and I think all girls have a male, a, a male side. So I don't want to just wear, I want to wear skirt. I want to wear heels. So I figured out I like to, this is a spoke, I like to cross-dress from the waist down. I don't put on wigs and makeup. Not that that's bad if they want to do it. Just for me, I like to look from the waist down and see a female. Mm-hmm. So when I did the camera, and I started, you know, taking pictures. I started taking tons of pictures. It was fun to go to a website and put them out there. And I was so um, aroused by what people would write back. I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You know, people are saying this about me now. Right. And it was a huge, it was an absolutely huge turn on to do, to take just tons of pictures. And um, put them up there, right? And this is, was were you doing stuff there. like this while you were married? Um, what do you mean when I was married? Like, was this going on I mean, still- when you were married? Like, you know, posting oh, these yeah. things and doing all this. This was, so you oh, were yeah. like doing this behind your wife's back, right? This wasn't when you were yes, single before you were married, life. right? Yes, this is the double life. This is, you know, after I got married and I knew kind of what we would do, I just, I just, these things came up. I want to be seen in them. I want to see what people think. And so I'm in a hotel, you start acting kind of, you know, all your brains, well, this fetish, I'm telling you, makes you do things you would never do. The first time, I think I was in Atlanta, I went to a, um, I call an adult bookstore, because that's what they called my day. Um, and I walk in, I'm like, I want to look at all the videos, is there anything about pantyhose and legs? And I walked in one Atlanta, and this girl's dressed in lingerie. I was like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. That was when the modeling, they used to have lingerie modeling. And she goes, oh, if you pick something out, I'll wear it for you. It's like, holy shit. Well, I didn't do it then, but later on in months, a couple of months later, I had to go to Tampa. I spent a lot of time in Tampa, and they had a lot. This is the mid-90s. They had a lot of laundry modeling places. So at night, I would get in my car, the rental car. I'd drive around because I out for work, out of car, and it was so exciting to walk into one, and you see the glow of the window. You're like, oh, that's one. And you'd walk in, and the girls would be sitting there, and, and they'd say, oh, you know, you want, would you like for me to model? And I'd get one aside. I was always so quiet and shy. I'd be like, look, I have this weird thing I like. And they go, well, what is it? And I say, I love pantyhose. And they're like, you. Well, that's nothing. 
I was like, really? And I said, but if, if I bought some of the bar, would you model them for me? She's like, yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. You know? <laughs> because, look, like I said, I didn't date a ton. I was shy. Um, in my teenage years, this pantyhose fetish drove me crazy because I thought I was the only guy on the planet. Right. And so... I remember my sister's friends, kind of one got passed out and fell on the bed. I remember walking in there and she heard legs. She's sitting there pantyhose. And I was like, I was probably 14 or 15. I thought, man, I want to, I want to touch, but I didn't. But it drove me insane. And my biggest fantasy was rubbing my cock on the leg. I wanted to see if it felt. And even when I went out with girls, I was so embarrassed about it. I never would make any point about her legs and penis because I thought, I think I heard Alex or one of them say, oh, I remember as a kid, the commercials would come on. I thought everybody was looking at me. My dad, they're all staring at me. Oh, Jimmy's turned on by this. And I would do the same thing. And in the 70s, there were a lot of pantyhose commercials for Hanes and the right. one you didn't know the name of in the egg. That's called oh, Sheer Le- Energy. What is it called? That's the leg, Sheer Energy. Oh, Sheer, sheer energy. energy. Right, right, right. Now I remember. Oh, my goodness. When I used to wear my mom, she wore the cheap ones, like no nonsense. Yeah. But one day... I was walking, and I saw in the bathroom, my sister had her pair, and it just looked different. I grabbed it. I was like, oh, my God, these are more shiny. They were, my first love was Sheer Energy. Mm-hmm. They were by a company called Legs and the Eggs, and it's called Sheer Energy. And when you put them on, they gave, because no nonsense has no shine. They're just, there's not much to them, but um, all, we all love the shine, so these other brands would give a shine. To even hold it in my hand, I could see the shine. So, right. And that, and that just drove me crazy. So now I'm out and about, and I'm taking these pictures, and I'll put them out there. Then it grew into, I want to wear a scarf. So it was fun to see if I could fool somebody. I, I knew it was a guy. I didn't care. I was like, oh, I pretended I was a girl. Would you like to see a picture? I just got home from work, and I'd send a picture. And it was so, I've heard on this, he didn't pipe back and say, oh, man, your legs look great. I was like, oh, my gosh. So that's a spoke. You know, and then there was another website that came out, and I'll never forget it. There's so many video sites now, but this is called, way back in it, it's called Hear Me, See Me. It was mm-hmm. the first video thing I ever saw. So you would log in this application, and you're four or five cities, Los Angeles, New York, blah, blah, blah. You'd pick it, and there would be a couple rooms. And so at this point, I was starting to carry skirts with me because I just, I love to do now, not just in pantyhose, but I wanted to see myself in the skirt and the heels. So I remember being in this chat room and, and we're talking, there were some women in there and I said, oh, I love to wear pantyhose. I remember you could have one camera on at a time. And the girl lady goes, well, get on camera and see what your legs look like. And I remember, I'll never forget this. I turned on the camera and the camera would show by your name and then there'd be like a little eyeball by somebody's name, meaning that's who's looking at you. Mm-hmm. You could only get one at a time on those days. And I'll never forget this woman ghost. I'll just... It, it made me want to dress even more. She goes, oh, my God. And I was like, what? She goes, you have better legs than I do. Are you sure you're a guy? And no I way. Said, yeah. She <laughs> goes, your legs are gorgeous. And I remember thinking, oh, my God. And that started an avalanche of you won't believe. Because, look, it was a huge turn on. It was a massive, massive turn on. And to be honest, it sounds weird. I guess I take off more of my mom. My mom was always known she had beautiful legs. I'm hers. I'm I'm built like her, so it sounds weird. But when I look at my legs and pantyhose and a skirt, I I think they look as good as any girl. I know that sounds weird, and it's crazy, but I can see that look. And and did that did that freak you out when I said that? It's kind of weird. 
No, I think it freaks you out, maybe, okay. but no, not me. Mm-mm. I've heard a lot. Okay. I've heard a lot. You can't. It's hard to freak me okay. out. Okay, okay, but I, I did, I did, and so I started, you know, wearing and and then um, camming for people. I love to put skirts on. To this day, there's a website called uh, Pal Talk. Uh-huh. Um, there's Skype. I love a place called Pal Talk because it's more. Uh, personal, so I'll go into a chat room, and it's generally I go into the gay rooms because I've tried the regular, and women just don't really give a shit. And I want people to see me. I want to see what they say. Right. So I've gotten comfortable to the point that I know it's a guy. So I'll turn my camera on, and I love the instant messages that pop up. Oh my god, you look great! Oh, your legs are fantastic. So I've got these beautiful pantyhose. My legs look good, and I love to play the part of the girl. Mm-hmm. I love to see what people say. Not because I want to be a girl. I know everybody talks about that. I want to be a guy 99% of the time. But there's that, that times where I'm like, I want that. So I want to see what what is it like. I want to see people's reaction to me like I used to do the girl, like I do do the girls, you know. Well, when I see a girl with her beautiful ex-opinions, I'm like, oh, my God, it's so gorgeous. So now hearing guys or somebody looking at me, saying that back to me in my, you know, kind of playing the role of the girl. It's just a big turn on. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's a huge turn on. So I do that. But let me ask you this. Do you get turned on if like a guy is, do you get even more turned on if a guy is giving you that attention? Because I have heard a lot that, you know, from people who like to cross dress uh, or this new thing that I've heard about that isn't new, which is new to me is like, you know, guys, when they do dress up as a woman, they want to feel like a woman and getting that attention from a man makes them feel like a woman. Like that's the role play that goes into it. You know, have you ever dabbled in that or is it strictly like getting women to tell you you look good? No, I would, I would love for it to all be women. And it's a huge turn on to feel like when that lady said it, but I'm okay. Cause here's what I didn't tell you. I ran across a website that said men in pantyhose. I was in Atlanta. I'll never forget it. And I kind of giggle because all those years I'm looking for pictures of women in pantyhose. That's what drives me crazy. So I went into it, and it was men wearing nothing but pantyhose, no crawl, just men. And I remember thinking, okay, shit. I, I, I could feel my balls start to tingle. I was like, holy shit. I closed it. I laughed at it. And the whole next day at work, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So I have come, and these are 10 years, 15 years later. I find I'm straight. But I find the sight of a guy's cock under pantyhose so incredibly arousing, sexy, erotic. And I started to think, why? Well, I used to buy a magazine called Leg Show. That was, if anybody out there knows, it's the best leg magazine. And when I first saw it, my heart almost jumped out of my chest. I mean, oh my gosh. There's so many pictures of beautiful women in pantyhose. This would have been about the early 90s. And I noticed in the pictorial sets, the ones that drove me the most crazy were the ones where a guy's cock looks like it might touch her leg. Because that was my fantasy growing up. What would it feel like to touch something so smooth and so soft with, with my cock? Because when, when you have a fetish, your cock is like so turned on anything. Your whole body rushes from your body to your cock. Every oh, feeling you have right. rushes to this thing. And so... I'm looking at these pictorials where these girls in these pantyhose, this guy's cock's like five inches away, and my mind thinking, did he ever touch it? Did he rub it on him? So I started thinking, well, why a cock on the pantyhose? I think it's the same thing. I'm like, okay, I love the picture, the thought of a cock touching the pantyhose, but now the C in it underneath there, you're thinking something so feminine belongs to a female, 
and you're covering this big ugly man cock that shouldn't be there and the thought of it touching this big cock underneath something so silky so smooth I find it a huge turn on. Maybe it's like because you said you're not like maybe it's like a projection. It's like you're seeing it's like you're seeing what turns you on the most. It's almost like you're seeing you outside of yourself. Right. So it's kind of like a projection. It's not about that man. If he had a face, you'd be like, ugh. but it's almost like it's connected to you in a way. I'm thinking it's like more like projecting yourself into that scenario because that's what turns you on so much. Yeah, I I am projecting, but it's more. I, I've come to the realization mm-hmm. I do find a man's cock and pantyhose a huge, huge turn on. So if you um, saw that guy's I mean, face I, and his legs and it's a guy, that's a turn on to you. Yeah, because I'm mm-hmm. not really turned on by men's legs and pantyhose because we just don't have the shape legs that women do. Maybe right. Maybe 5% of men. Right. But mostly, so for me, when I, I like to cross this, I like to, to see a girl from the waist down. But when I see a guy, I'm really just interested in their cock under pantyhose. Right. That's what turns me on. So you are kind of turned um, on by guys. guys. You might be slightly. I am. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought I, you I said am. that you're I, totally I, not. I, yeah. I, I, but not by a man, by their face and all. No, it's just that cock under pantyhose. I think I'm at an age now where just I've done so much. The kink is building, and just the thought of a cock, and I just, I just like the way it looks, the way it hangs, and how. And maybe it's because I have one, and mm-hmm. it shouldn't be under that. It's for females. I find it highly erotic, but um, I was okay with that, and I've taken that further. Gosh, there's just so much to say, <laughs> so much to talk about. So, what do you mean you took it further? What what? What are you talking about? What did you do? How well, far have you taken it? Well, you know, after I realized that I I am attracted to a cock of pantyhose, I'll tell you kind of kind of how that started is um, when I used to travel, like I told you, and I used to go into chat rooms. I remember I wanted to talk to somebody about pantyhose, and and in the chat room there's always guys, and. I just got this thought. I really wanted to speak with somebody. So at some point I remember thinking, I'm going to just ask. So I said, Hey, does anybody want to talk about pantyhose? And I put, I was in a hotel cause I traveled and I put the telephone number to the hotel, my room number. And I said, you know, somebody said, Hey, I'll call you. I, I'd like to talk to you. So I said, okay, call me right back. You know, call me at the hell because I'm online. And so I hang up and I remember sitting here thinking, this is going to be a guy who calls me. And I thought, I really don't care. And when the phone rang, I remember being so excited, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to talk about pantyhose. I remember picking up the phone, and this guy's like, hey, how's it going? And I'm laying in there in my pantyhose. I'm laying on the bed. And I'm going, hey, you know, how's it going? And and just starting to talk, he's like, you're wearing pantyhose? I said, yeah. And in my mind, I'm thinking, this is a guy. And then it just clicked. I remember thinking, I don't give a shit. Right. It was really a turn on to hear this guy say, he goes, well, how do they feel? I said, and then I just started going. I said, man, these things. I said, you should see what I'm seeing. He goes, what do you see? I said, man, my legs. I said, I'm looking right now. It's got this gorgeous shine. He goes, oh, is it real soft looking? I said, yeah. And we're talking about my legs. I'm getting so aroused, even though it's a guy, so I didn't care. And then explaining to him, my cock looked in it and everything. So that's when I got comfortable with a guy. Mm-hmm. It would so I thought at that point I was like okay it really doesn't matter it was a turn on so when I say the next level the next thing that happened was I was uh, out of town I was in Atlanta 
And in midtown Atlanta, there's a uh, it's a big gay area. I remember thinking what I liked to do was I had a pair of pantyhose. I cut the leg off the pantyhose, and I'd roll it down like a stocking and put it in my sock. And I would walk outside and walk around the neighborhood from the hotel. And what I just was such a thrill. My my heart's pumping. I'm thinking I want somebody to see me. There's there's a part of me in my spoke of now being seen because I was always so embarrassed about it and shy about it. Now I'm figuring out. So many people, it's no big deal. So it's allowing my my shield to go down, even though I'm very nervous about being seen, but I want to be seen. But that's seen. a part of the turn on, say. right. Mm-hmm. I've oh, heard that before, yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which is a new spoke. is a new spoke. I want to be seen. Um, and so what I do is walk around, and if I saw a, a couple guys coming, and I just felt more comfortable, they're probably gay because they're not so um, condemning to people. I thought, oh, they're cool. They're so I pull the pantyhose up and kind of, you know, get it. So one leg shiny, I'd walk by him. I just, just to see if somebody say anything. So what happened one night is I walking, I'm heading back to the hotel. I see this guy standing on the corner right in front of my hotel. And I get up and I stand and my heart's going a thousand miles an hour. Remember I told you fetish, you're on a drug right. and you are just going to say, so I know my, my head, I thought, I wonder if this guy would think this looks good. So I remember looking at him. I said, Hey, uh, are you gay? And he goes, yeah. I said, look, I'm a straight guy. I said, but I want to show you something. I want you, if you would think this is a turn on, he goes, okay. So we walk towards the hotel. They're building a parking lot in one of his garages. So we walk in there. I said, I want to show you this. Now he doesn't know me. So I could tell when I turned around, he's kind of nervous. I said, look, I'm going to step over here, which is through the little door. I'm going to put something on. I want you to tell me what you think. So I walk over there and I go behind her. I pull the pantyhose up. And I walk back. Now, he's standing at the door. He's ready to haul ass because he doesn't know me. And I said, well, what do you think about this? And he looks out and he sees my leg shiny. He goes, I said, you know, to a gay guy, would this turn you on? And I remember thinking, I am standing in front of a guy. And I don't care. He goes, oh, and he comes up. He gets down on his knee and he rubs his hand up and down my calf. He goes, oh, my gosh, that feels great. I said, this, you know, would something like this turn you on? And he's like, yeah. He starts going his hand up my thigh and starts going to my shorts, and at that point, I was like, my first, like, no, 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 you liked it, and we ended it there, but I kept thinking about it so much, so I really wanted to tap into that, that spoke off the actual pantyhose, this was all because of pantyhose, so then I started with the cam, really getting into the cam, and I love getting on Skype or Pal Talk and showing my legs off, and and really, what I like to do is I really want to play the part of the girl. When I put pantyhose on, I don't want to just be a guy in pantyhose and shorts. I want to wear the skirt and heels. So when I started posing and I realized that these are all guys, I just, it really started turning me on. I mean, I would love to find a woman. Like if you said, hey, let's get on camera. I want to see your legs. I would be through the sky. Oh my God, a woman's going to see me in pantyhose. It's not going to happen that much. So the thinking that guy's going to look at me and that all of a sudden I thought this girl part of me, I can turn a guy on like girls do to me really amped it up. So when I get online, I don't just stand there. All the things that I fantasized when I was in my teens about a woman sitting with her legs crossed or laying on the ground, sliding one leg of all these poses I jacked off with my whole life. <laughs> I'm doing all this. Oh, and interesting. So I'll yeah. on, oh, look, I'll get on Kim and I've had guys go, I can't believe the way you move. You are so erotic. And I'm saying this is easy because I'm doing everything. I fantasize my whole, I jack off a million times with these thoughts. Right, that's uh, smart. I heard one, mm-hmm. 
Right, because one guy said, I remember you interviewed, he said, look, my mind, we create scenarios in our head when we have our fetish. And he said, you know, I see a neighbor, and I've already got a story in my head what I've done with her. Well, I'm the same way we all do. So when a guy's watching me, I'm, I'm picturing him standing there, and I'm so enthralled about what he'll say when he sees me. So then once I got comfortable with that, then set life came, and although that's a lot of cross-dressers, I'm not a big cross-dresser, we're all a family, so we get to know each other, and there are some, a lot of things. I see a lot of cocks and pantyhose pictures that really turn me So then came to meeting somebody. Mm-hmm. And so when I say I took it further, yeah, I, um, I did. So the, the Atlanta would have been the first one got comfortable with the guy, but I always think about Atlanta like, I wasn't ready for it then, but I'm ready for it now. So I met a guy on FetLife, and I said, hey, you know, would you like to meet? Uh, you know, here's what I like to do. I want to play the part of the girl, and I want to make sure, are you a leg lover? Do you love pantyhose, or is it just a kink? Because a kink will take you in a lot of different directions, and I wanted somebody who would be like me. Like, if I walked in front of a girl, and she did all that to me, I would be off the charts. I'd be exploding off the walls. And so we met. We talked at a location to get to know each other. And um, it was probably one of the most erotic nights of my whole life ever. I oh, mean, we, explain. We went to a hotel. Mm-hmm. We, well, we went to a hotel, mm-hmm. and we got a room, mm-hmm. and I, I was shaking. My hands were shaking, and I said, look, I'm going to the bathroom. I'm going to change. And you know, he likes to wear pantyhose, too. So I said, look, if I'm going to be with the guy, i, I got to see you in pantyhose. I don't want you just to be naked. So. I just remember walking out of the bathroom. Because look, like I say, when I see me in a skirt and pantyhose, it sounds weird, but I think I look really hot. I mean, I definitely have my mom's legs, and I think they look fantastic. So I put that skirt on. Right. I know that's weird, but it, no, it really is. I'm sure tons so, of other guys I, can relate that are into so the same I thing. So when I walked out, and he was sitting on the bed, and when he saw me, I'll never remember it. Forget his face. He was just like... I do when I see a woman. He was so turned on because he's such a leg and pantyhose lover. And I, I remember sitting up on the credenza and I softly crossed my legs. And very, I mean, everything you see a woman do. And he, I, his eyes were just immense. So I walk around. I laid on the bed. I'm like, you know, don't touch me. I just want to tease you. And I slid my legs up and down. And just were, and I could see the bulge in his pants. And what is so erotic to me is the thought of a woman putting her heels in my crotch and kind of pushing down a little bit, that dominant, is so incredible. So I did it to him. He was, he was so hard, and I put my foot in his crotch, and he, he was so hard. And to feel his cock underneath my heels. So we played tonight, but to finish it off, what was so erotic is I had a wraparound skirt, and I laid on the bed. And we even took pictures and filmed this. So if anybody on Fet Life, their pictures are there. <laughs> oh, really? And so how do they? Yeah. Well, maybe so, you'll give the little shout out to where they could go and actually see it at the end. Go on. Sure. So I just remember him being so nervous. And he was so gentle, and I remember laying on the le- the bed, and he's looking at my legs, and he's sliding his hand up, and I said, you know, because at this point I really hadn't shown my cock, and I said, look, you know, and he's just so tenderly sliding his hand up and down my legs. I. I was in cloud, and I can't tell you how erotic this was. And then finally, I'm just, my legs are glistening, and he's just, I said, look, if you want to, you know, slide your hands up and reveal what you really want to see. And he slowly is going higher. This, this, the the uh, wraparound skirt starting to open. And I remember him taking his hands, opening up the wraparound skirt from my cock, and this look of his eyes was 
wow, there it is. And I look down and I see it. And he takes his finger and he, he runs it up my ball sack, right up the center of my shaft. This is his pointer finger. Mm-hmm. He gets to my head and he takes his thumb and he then takes his finger and his thumb and out traces the outside of my cock. And it does it again. And it's just so, and I was leaking. I was leaking so much pre-cum. I look like a, look like an oil rig dripping oil. I mean, it was everywhere. <laughs> um, and he would just softly stroke me. And it was just the most amazing thing ever. It was so erotic. So we finished off and I think about that night, but then I am really, really attracted to a cock and pantyhose. It's not just, you said, do you see yourself, maybe your face? Yeah. No, I mean, when I see a guy in pantyhose, I mean, the face and everything kind of gets in the way because I don't, men just don't turn me on. But when I'm aroused, I see it. It's just, it's like an opposite. So it's like, oh, that turns me on because it's opposite of what I like. And just the way a cock hangs. And stuff like that when it's like almost hard, but not in the pantyhose. But I just, I have to just say though, yeah, no, but I just have to say that I I hear it so much in my podcast. Like I'm not attracted to men, but if you're attracted to dicks, like even if they're in pantyhose, not in pantyhose, in your mouth, not in your mouth, next to you, under your leg, between your feet, like if you like that is a man, that's not, do you know what I mean? So that is, but I feel like some people just can't sort of say that sentence for some reason. Like, you know, you can't be like, yeah, I'm attracted to men. No, I don't want to, I don't like their faces, but I like their cocks. Like it is a man. You are attracted to men. You're attracted to dicks. Like that's a man. I mean, I mean, mean, it's semantics, but I just find it interesting that so many quote unquote straight guys, you know, do a lot of things that are not straight, but can't cop to the fact that they're maybe not a hundred percent straight. Like it's like a thing. I don't know. And you know, yeah. Well, when I think of, you see, to me, a sex act is an act. It's not being attracted to men. It's just an act. Cause I've never walked by any guy. And, and like, I, when I see, well, women, that's I'm because like, their oh, dicks so aren't out because you can't see their dicks. Well, no, well, okay, put it this Let way. me ask you this. Wait, if you, well, if guys were walking, to... no, stop. If guys were walking uh-huh. around the street in pantyhose with no shirts and you saw their dick, like you would get turned on by that. That's no different than getting turned on by the woman yeah. wearing a tight shirt and seeing her big tits if that's what you're into. It is a man. Okay, then, I, then I'll agree with that. Okay. That's true. But I will say this. Like if I go to the restroom we're all at the urinal, I don't want to see your dick. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to see it. It's only... Because here's the thing, like I told you, um, pantyhose is not a gateway. Gateway means you start somewhere and you finish somewhere else and you kind of leave where you were. Yeah. That's why I use the analogy of an axle. All these things I'm telling you, if I have a bicycle and I take the axle out, the wheel falls apart. So if I... So there's, there has to be... Right. The dick is not interesting. It, yeah. In mm-hmm. anything I've mentioned, you me wearing a skirt, everything I mean, if I remove pantyhose... Yeah. Everything I told you is done. It's over. There's nothing. Uh-huh. It does. It's nothing. Right. Okay. It's, other than I like pretty legs. Right. But so then I I really got very curious. I want to. I've seen a bunch of pictures of cocks and pantyhose. I got extremely curious. I want to feel it. So maybe I am. Like you say, you say I am straight, but I do. I guess I like a cock. I'll just admit it. I like a cock as long as it's on the pantyhose. I was. I wanted to touch one. Mm-hmm. I want to feel it. So I ran across another guy in FetLife, got comfortable. So we met at a hotel, and and um, so finally he, you know, we played around. They did all, and then when he took his skirt off, and I saw that cock, I, I was like, it's so erotic to me. And so you know, he sat down, and I just 
Remember I told you it was Miss Taylor. I just wanted to lay on her thighs and just feel it. Well, I did. I laid on his his thighs. I'm just looking. First, I just wanted to look. And my hand was shaking. I remember taking my hand, and when I ran it down his shaft and felt it underneath the pantyhose, it was more erotic than I thought it would be. Right. It felt amazing. It looked. And so I did. I, I rubbed my cheeks on it. I got real close to it. I, I didn't want to put it in my mouth. I don't really... I don't really have a desire to put it in my mouth. I just, uh-huh. I did run my tongue down the shaft. I kissed it. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. And then what's really erotic is we both rub our cocks together under pantyhose, like my cock on his. And it was something about what nylon does. And so if you, if a guy's not sure, do you want to try something? Take your hand and just jack yourself off. It feels great. But you put pantyhose on and you rub your cock on something. The nylon tickles or does something it is an amazing feeling when something rubs across your cock and it's under like very sheer nylon i wonder if like a guy who's listening to this who's completely straight that never you know had a desire for pantyhose if he went out and just tried it because he's like a horny guy and is like try anything once you know that kind of guy which is a lot of people right (laughs) went out and got like whether that would be a turn on or you have to have that sort of thing in you that likes pantyhose somebody one of my listeners please go out someone who's not into pantyhose go get a, a pair of panties and try a pantyhose and try what you just said and let me know if it's a turn on because i bet yeah. you maybe it is you know what i mean and a lot of well, guys just don't have I, never tapped into that well i think most guys are a little they feel funny doing anything feminine i, I would i'd be stunned i think every guy straight or whatever i think every guy at some point has tried something on of their wife's or girlfriends and then whether it's panties you or just to see what it felt like I, yes i think they slipped them on one time and there's no way in hell they're going to admit it to anybody but i can't imagine because our we love soft things on us and we see you women you see where there's got to be a curiosity um i'll tell you here's something fun you want to do i love putting pantyhose on and get i found like one of my oldest pair of jeans i've ever had it's way too short small and to put them on and feel the tight jeans so tight but it slips right on like silk it just I mean, you feel it so restricting <laughs> and tight yeah. but it slides on because the pantyhose have it slide on like like nothing and when you zip it up and it's all tight but it's slipping around in there it feels yeah i figured out how to do that i ran into some guys who were scuba diving in some springs and the guy had pantyhose on it freaked me out and i i even said you're your scuba, you wear pantyhose, it gets your scuba suit on. If you wear a full scuba suit, you slide your scuba pants on. It takes an hour to put them on. So the pantyhose, they slide right on in two seconds. Right. And that's where I got the idea of my jeans. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the fact that a cock in pantyhose turns me on. Um, when I met with that guy, I, I loved it. Um, so that's when I said it, it took me further. It's just one of the spokes. Like I say, everything. You know, you're you, like a you, really good explainer because you really do like, you know, I might say like, oh, you're into dicks. But like the way you really break it down and the way you really, ex- like I said, explain it in the way that you yeah. do, which is good. It really helps me to understand it and see it 
from the way that you're telling it, you know, like I, I'm not you, right. so I don't know. Right. So I could just assume these things. I'm not no professional. So I just throw shit out right. there. You know what I mean? So it's interesting to hear your point, because like I said, you do really know how to pick it apart and you're a very good explainer. A lot of people aren't. So and I think that, you know, people will really be able to relate to a lot of what you're saying because of how you're explaining it, you know, and you're really pinpointing right. things in a way that I think maybe somebody else couldn't express right the same way oh, but it's what they're feeling right right i mean what i would love to do is is you know i see these couples on fet life there's a couple i even ask if i tell them if you're out there um bean town hoes they are the best he dresses completely she dresses completely she's got one of the most beautiful legs i've ever seen and i wish my wife and i could do what i see they're dressed up they take pictures she will like slide her heels on his cock and then take her heels off and slide it on his cock. That's a, that's another, I don't know if I mentioned, but so many folks, one thing that's a very big turn on to me is the whole little power play, a little dominant, right, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. And so somebody asked me when I said, you know, cause I'll go to the bookstore. I told you the bookstore and then the girls see me and I tell them what I like. And I would be the sight of a woman putting her, heel in a man's crotch is just so incredibly erotic. Not the ones where they like smash it into oblivion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know people, but just... No, but more subtle. All your stuff seems very subtle. Even all, like, even when you meet with the guys, you know, it's never... Never goes to a place of very hardcore, right? I mean, you didn't like... Right, no. It's all um, subtle and very... Well, here's why. I mean, I... Because women... Like, if I ever had a woman dominate me, I want her dressed beautifully. I love the, some guys like the hot leather and all that, not me. I like the banker look, the hot mom look. Uh, I love the elegant dress. And then when I, like, if a woman's in, like, a business suit, if she was going to dominate me to see her so beautifully dressed, her hair and these gorgeous legs and just upper class, and then she's going to, like, lay me on the ground and, like, step on my dick a little bit. That is so hot. So, the girl that sort of asked me why, I said, here's, here's the way I see it. To me, legs are so beautiful, so feminine, so delicate, so innocent. And then you see these heels. And to me, heels are so dominant. And I said, it's kind of like a rose. The rose petal is so beautiful. You know, women like roses. It's a beautiful petal. And the guy said, okay, it's beautiful. But then you have these thorns. Right. That it'll get you if you don't look out. So to me, it's kind of the same thing. The legs are like the beautiful petal, so innocent and beautiful and then the thorns are like the heels, so powerful and so dominant. So there's a lot of ways you could play spoke. These are all different spokes. Well, let me get, can I you learned. get back to the, what you were just saying about fat life? Cause we're going to wrap it up and I want people to sure. be able to log into fat life if they want and see that video. You said you'd give a shout out. Also, you were just talking about a couple who like is you, you find really super hot in what they yeah. do. I forget the name. Can you spell that out? So people could maybe it's, find it's, them or also find your video that you said you want to yeah, give a well, shout out. Sure. Their name is Beantown Hose. Like, like uh, you think, what's the nickname for Boston? Beantown? Okay, so Beantown Hose. H-O-S-E. H-O-S-E, yep. Yep, okay, like Beantown Hose. They just use the word hose. Yeah, yeah that's, they are, that's cute. No, get ready. Get, get ready. ready. Beantown like Hose. She's got the <laughs> most beautiful legs. Because you know what a pair of legs is? The beautiful hourglass shape, the knees, all that. She's got beautiful hourglass shape to her legs. They're not bow-legged looking. So. Right. Okay, but wait. And now yeah. what? where could people find that video that you said was so hot? That I mean, if you don't listen, if you don't want to share that, I totally understand. That's oh, up to you. Well, I've, got, I've got still pictures of it. 
And at some point, I like to put the whole video, but if you want to, I guess, look me up and see the picture, because I've been with a couple guys. Those were the two best. I think I've I been with three guys I don't want you to out before. yourself, though. So I'm assuming you're fucking smart, yeah. and on FetLife, you don't have any face pictures or anything that someone could no. recognize you. Okay, great. Okay, good. Yeah. Last thing I want is, like, you know, some kind of problem here. So why don't you let people no. uh, know your name on FetLife so they could see your still shots and stuff, and maybe even communicate yeah. with you if they want to reach out to you? Sure. It's I-N-G-G-S-2. I-N-G-G-S, the number two. Yes. Okay. And that's all one word on Fat Life. Years. Yes. I've used that name, screen name, for years. And Fat Life is F-E-T-L-I-F-E dot com if people yeah, want to know um, mm-hmm. so that they could go and see your stuff I would definitely like right. I mean you know we just started tipping into like getting into you know your specific things that you've done I'm sure people would love to hear more of your stories you know uh, I would definitely have you back on again and you know sure. and get more information from you like because normally I don't I do like to go much more personal with somebody but you were such like I said such a good explainer and talking about like stuff in general that I think was very interesting to people because I have so I have a very large pantyhose audience now because of the couple podcasts that I put out so I think people are going to really you know um, really enjoy what you talked about right. generally. And, and, but I think towards the end, when you got really personal and start telling your stories, I think people were, are going to be really into yeah. that and probably want more. We have to wrap this right. podcast up because it's already, we're passing over an hour, but you know, I'd love to get more yeah. of those at some point. So we could do a part sure. two. Well, sure. But you know, quickly, the reason I did that is because I've had this fetish for so long and I've always wanted to explain to people why, I mean, why we guys have this. So it's easy to tell stories. And I'd love to tell stories, but I just wanted somebody and people to understand what it is with us guys running around. Could be any fetish, but with this particular one, so to be able to come on, it was awesome to be able to kind of give you the background. Anybody listening, because I hear people say, what is a fetish? And I just want them to understand how it makes us feel and, and, and just the, the psychology of it. And that was really fun for me to, to tell you. No, and it was fun for me because I'm always trying to figure it out. And it's hard for me to figure it out because I'm a woman. A, I don't have a pantyhose fetish, right? So to hear from somebody like you who really has it, who and who also is, you know, very passionate about not only pantyhose, but about, you know, the whole psychology behind it, right? The reason why you know this oh, stuff yeah. is because you're into that. To be able to allow you, yeah. I mean, I just had to sit back and allow you to do your thing and explain it, I think, was really interesting typically I don't allow for that on my show it's very different but I was like why not and I like I said you did a really good job doing it I think people will enjoy it thank you so much for calling in I learned a lot Um, I'll tell you Kathy what you need to do yeah forget the the Hanes and all that I heard people tell you quickly if you ever try it yeah Um, uh, Cecile Del Raphael's Pretty Polly's Omara's uh, Wilford, I promise oh, you. Wilford, you yeah. Wilford, yeah, Wilford. I know Wilford, but not for the for yeah, anything, Wilford. right? Yeah. Oh, they're gonna blow your mind. They're okay, those your are mind. your pantyhose recommendations. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 
Okay, John Smith, thank you so much for calling in. Let's do a part two sometime and we'll get some more stories from you. Okay, and so if anyone wants to find you, I feel like there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to want to maybe chat with you. Go to FetLife or you could email me at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com and I'll send maybe people over to you. I don't know if you're open to that. I won't give them your email or anything, but I could make connections that way. I do that for a lot of my guests. Well, if you want to throw the email, it's a private email. It's that Yahoo email. Nobody's going to see it but me, so it's no big deal. Oh, okay. So I could always forward that over to them too. Yeah. Or do yeah. you want to give it right now? It's actually really easier okay. for them it's to the just contact thing. you it's, directly. It's, yeah. Sure. It's the same as Ings too. It's just at yahoo.com. So I N G G S like Sam, the number two at yahoo.com. I N G G S two at yahoo.com. You could contact Jim, yep. John Smith, Jim, John doesn't fucking matter. Fake name. <laughs> John Smith there. You could go see his fat life. And anyway, thanks so much for calling in. I look forward to talking right, to you thank again. Thank you. Thanks, John. Right, bye. bye. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Kathy.